2: See, si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor.
0: going to pour myself another bourbon and just
2: let <laughs> this thing roll.
0: All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weedy Brian Shusko. All right, Brian.
1: We just got done talking about what we were going to do with our lineups for Game Week 37. This is the episode where you tell us... Everything that we had said prior was wrong, and we start to second guess and change everything. Am I right, Dave?
0: You are right. This <laughs> is right. when Brian comes in and sings, I'm the stats, I'm the stats, <laughs> I'm the stats, I'm the stats, I'm the stats. <laughs> Except he's never heard that
1: real song before, or so he claims. Oh, he knows. <laughs> he you need to make.
2: A, a, like a kid's toy xylophone okay. little uh, jingle to go with that. For sure. And then play that over top of you singing it. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about some stats. You want to talk about some stats?
1: I do. Just like okay. we did last week, I think we need to start by talking about someone that, I don't know, he's probably making Dave happy these days. Let's talk about Eddie and Kedia.
2: Well, I don't know that this, that's necessarily true, given that Dave was pretty angry about Eddie and Kedia last week. Uh, Eddie Kedia leading the way uh, for a lot of things. It's, been,
0: it's a little frustrating.
2: Yeah. Um, this week, uh, Kedia not only the most transferred, I think he was the most transferred in, he was nearly half a million transfers in uh, this week, so good on everyone who brought him in this week. Uh, five shots, uh, which is currently tied for the most of anybody. All five of his shots in the box, which is currently tied for the most of anybody, and he... I think, I would, I'm guessing he, he might have had a different big chance than the goals he actually scored, but his two big chances this week are also tied for the most of anybody.
0: Here's my problem with him. I still, yeah. have, pro- I still have beef. This is crazy because this is my guy. He's helping us out. Yeah. He's scoring. He's young. He's hustling. Here's my, here's my issue, Scott. Yes. Look at me. Here's my issue. Okay, I'm ready. He's getting goals from, like, hustle plays. Oh, those are the worst. You can't count on those. I like them. They're good. But you can't count on 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 uh, Melier running yeah. him down and kicking sure. it in the net.
1: But some people make a living and have made a living in football. Now, in, fairness, in fairness, there's been a lot of Liverpool
0: <laughs> right. goals. Daniel Sturridge. There's been a lot of Liverpool goals over the past few years that have come out of hustle and because of how they press. Okay, yeah. So I'm not knocking it. And, yes, Arsenal have kind of been – they are not Liverpool when they press. But here recently they've been looking better as they're, as they're pressing as a team, okay? And if they can aspire to be anyone, it's Liverpool when they do it. So I just – I don't know, man. I guess he's going to grow on me. I, I'm i just – I'm still not sold, and maybe that's not fair to him. Maybe it's a proximity thing. I don't know. I, I am – I say all this to say, like, I knocked him because two weeks ago – or last week I said, like – he scored two goals from open play, and why are we even talking about him? Then he comes out and scores two goals in the first ten minutes of this match, and it's like I'm banging my head against the wall. Going all that being said, I'm th- considering bringing him in next week. Like. You know, it's well like, I can tell you Dave, um there's two things, two stats that Tell will, me what I need to know. Well,
2: there's two stats that are going to both back up your hatred and also <laughs> tell you that you're an idiot uh, for not already having done this. <laughs> First of all, his four goals in his last four matches is as many as he had in his previous in his 52 appearances prior to that. I know and a lot of people are saying he just needed a
0: chance. Right. I'm like well, he maybe. did. Just
2: just give the boy a chance, will you? But since his run of starts in game week 33, Dave, it it is basically it sounds fantastic, and I would like a second here in a moment, in a moment since his run of starts in game week 33, it is basically Ronaldo first and Eddie and Kettia second
0: across the board statistically I feel like so it's just because like it's been the year of suck strikers in yeah for sure for forward play fair?
2: in the since game week 33. Eddie Nketiah has 31 points now, which is second only to Ronaldo's 41. He's fifth, tied for fifth most points overall since game week 33, Eddie Nketiah. 18 shots is second only to Ronaldo's 21. Nine shots on target is tied for the most with Ronaldo. 13 shots in the box is second only to Ronaldo's 15. He has the, tied for the most big chances, and only Timo Werner and Ivan Toney have more touches in the box than he's had since game week 33.
0: Well, that sounds good, but shouldn't he have more goals then?
2: I mean, he's got four goals in his last four games. I don't know how many more goals you this is what we said last week. I don't know what else you want from a guy who's who was five point five, who is no longer five point
0: six right.
2: so that was the that was what the the appeal of Edward and Kedia to me, I think three or four weeks ago when I saw that he once he got the start. And they were now singing, he's not coming. And they were singing out, like his he's,
0: praises, like you said. He's not coming out now, right? So that was I. I totally hear
2: what you were saying last week. There's the I think there's the thought that he could get rotated. He might get a They maybe they bring Lacazette in. How many minutes has Lacazette gotten in since game week 33? I
1: don't know if he's gotten. I, any. I think zero. So I, there, Lacazette I, feels like. He'll get a start in game week thirty eight and everybody will be shocked and upset who hasn't Kedia for game week thirty eight. That sounds exactly right. Doesn't that sound right? Yeah.
2: Um, especially if they've locked up third place somehow. Like if they get to where it's they've got third place basically, they just need to they just need third to. Third or they just, fourth. You mean fourth? I think they can get to third.
0: They can get to third. I don't. Know I what, would love to see Arsenal and Spurs get to third and fourth, and Chelsea drop out of the top. I four. don't know why. That would be amazing. I, I
2: don't know why you're not talking about it like it's something that's legitimate. They have a. They are what? Are they one point off with the same number of matches to play?
0: Yeah. The yeah. only thing that is I mean, the, the,
2: the, they the bigger issue for them is that they have. That they have the North London Derby and right. Chelsea have nothing.
0: Right. I know. And that is the thing. Like, Spurs, like, however. Can we even beat Spurs? Right. Part, like, of that's...
2: The, part of the nothing for Chelsea at the end of the season here was Wolves. And then we used to. Did you
0: watch that? I did, did you watch. watch that. Yeah, did. And it was like Wolves, not at Beach Wolves. I know. And Chelsea continued to look I horrible.
2: Know. All that to say, even now, I don't see how Enkedia is. Anything oh, uh, about in I, I don't see. I just don't see how he's a bad choice in any, in right. any, in any, possible in any way. possible
1: realm. It might not work out, but you can never be criticized for. By it. By the way, Chelsea uh, right, has looked exactly. good.
0: Has has Chelsea in their bad form here, not looking good on the pitch? Jorginho has not been playing, and I don't know if that's Jorginho's the reason. Jorginho's in
2: training. That was something that uh, so, today there was there was photos of Jorginho in training. I don't know if that's going to matter. It might. And Conte has not been playing either. Yes, to your to your point. Yes, I think that is exactly right.
1: And at five point six, even he is a safe transfer again. Yeah. What's
2: the what is the worst that's going to happen to you? You probably, unless you've dead ended your third striker spot, I don't know what there is that's going to be wrong about
0: adding. There's them. nothing wrong with having Jesus, Kanan, and Keddie up. As your strikers on the way out? No, not at all. Not at this point.
1: All right. We speaking of Jesus. We need to give a little more love to uh, the team in first place in the table. And uh, Dave, or not Dave? You're not Dave. You're no. Ryan. Ryan, tell us how KDB is playing a role in this.
2: Well, I just want to say, like creatively, I'd say he's back to he's back to being KDB. I would just I just feel like it's less attacking. It feels less attacking anyway. For him personally, yes. Yeah. The reason why so that he six chances created for KDB against Newcastle, which is the most of anyone so far this game week. You assume he's only going to build on that in the second match. Um, Who do they play second? Who's their second match against? Manchester City. Who's their double against? Who? I wasn't listening. Manchester City play twice this week, and that is that is matches against Newcastle and at Wolves. So, they, their second match here at Wolves certainly will feature some chances created from Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. However, against Newcastle, he attempted one shot. When I saw that, my immediate thought was he was shooting a lot before this. And then I went back and looked. In game weeks 30, 26 to 32, when he, he scored four goals in there, and I think that's when everyone was like, how can I get him in my team? Okay. He keeps scoring. Right. You know how many shots he attempted in those in that 6 game span there? Probably 7 or 8. 13. 13. He took 13 shots over 4 games. He scored 4 goals on 13 shots and put 10 of his 13 shots on target. So even even when he scored a lot of goals for him, he was only shooting like I don't know, 20th most out of midfielders, like okay. there's a ton of people that shoot more than he does, and he's not like, it's not like a stat busting kind of guy. It's not like Son, where you just say, oh, he's way more accurate. He's he doesn't need to be prolific because he's. There are just plenty of times where he just doesn't need to do it. And you saw against Newcastle, Kinsella was more attacking than he was. Like all of the front players were just constantly lurking in the box, and De Bruyne just, I mean, anybody who brought him in this week did so, I think, rightly. I couldn't get to him. There was no way I could get to him this week without blowing up my team, and I, and I hated it. There, I, I just. But I, it didn't hurt. I mean, it didn't kill you, kill you. It didn't help me to not have him, considering the Manchester City midfielder that I chose was Riyad Mahrez. So unless something happens here in the second game, uh, Wolves, where Mahrez comes in, uh, I'm going to be
0: mad. Brutal. It hasn't
2: hurt my score this week so far, I'll say that. However... I know,
0: but the fact that you transferred Sterling out and brought Moraz in is a, is absolutely brutal. It's, it's insane, and I'm angry. You should be. The
2: point is, the Brune is, I get it, he's tough to get to for some people, depending on how your team structure is, and I just, seeing the stats this week, I just was surprised to know that he only attempted one shot, not on target, but... There was, but there was nothing about that that felt wrong the the manchester city attack worked completely fine with de bruyne pulling the strings doing like how did, how did rodri score his goal a perfectly placed corner kick it's, true. And it's just that's what de bruyne does uh, laporte should have scored on the uh this the the shot that he had at the back on the back post that he just kicked over the bar that was on a de bruyne corner. Okay. And he just landed it right there and, and you hope Laporte would do better with it and he didn't. But Either way, I just want to say I'm just surprised to see uh, somebody that I thought was a little bit more forward and he kind of hasn't been.
1: Someone that we're not really that surprised anymore to see so electrically is Luis Diaz. He came on in this one and, and he stood out for Liverpool in what oh, ended goodness. up being
0: a 1-1 draw. What do you have to
1: say, Brian, about Luis? Would he
0: have been signing of the season?
1: A lot of people are
0: saying he has been, but I think that's throwing. He has he been pretty good for Liverpool. Yeah, of course he has. I just, I just think that that throws. There's a lot of other signings that were very good, and yeah, like he scored like three or four I'm goals just for Liverpool. In
2: a t- I'm just thinking in a short time frame, like
0: he, he like of recent- a guy
2: who's come in to look electric immediately like sure. this he, in a team full of electric players. I think maybe yeah, that's what I think maybe that's what it is. I think
0: that's a really good point. He's got four goals and two assists since he's come in uh, in match week 24. But you're right. Coming in and making an impact in that team probably does deserve a little bit more credit. I mean, a lot of I'm not saying Liverpool's got a bunch of big egos, but a lot of big time players, a lot of big names, big time club, big time. Well, it's a big time club and a big time manager. A lot of people can't handle that, and he does Has seemed to come in and nothing will face him. It seems like he's been playing there for years. So kudos and credit to him. Amazing signing for Liverpool, and that's why, listen, Liverpool is one of the top clubs in the world. I hate to give them credit for anything, but it's just fact. They go out and they find players like this who fit seamlessly into, the, into their system, and they don't have to break the bank to do it. Kudos to them. And uh, But let's not sell Aaron Ramsdale short. Okay. Okay, I mean – He was poo-pooed. And he's going to, hopefully, he was brought in as as Arsenal's number two. They're like, oh, Arsenal paid 30 million pounds for number two? Stupid. (laughs) Right? Like, because, but he's come in and made a big difference. Burt Leno, if if he's the goalkeeper all year, Arsenal are not in. Look, out of the last 31 games, Arsenal has won 21 in the league. Think about that. Last 31 games, Arsenal's won 21. They lost the first three last 31 games. They've won 21. And if Ramsdale's not the goalkeeper there, I don't think that happens.
1: I'm going to say words that are going to physically hurt as they come out.
0: Was this an Arsenal moment? It counts.
1: Okay. I'm going to say words that are physically going to hurt as they come out. Okay. You're both wrong. Oh, oh okay. Okay. No, I, okay. no, those words, those words felt good. I was asking the question. Those words felt good. I was going to say yeah, Christian Erickson. I, that wasn't the next guy I was going to no, say. No, of course not. It, uh, The words "you're both wrong" feel good. The the, the, what's going to follow is going to hurt. The answer is, without doubt, Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, okay,
0: but that hurts you.
1: It absolutely hurts me.
0: No, that hasn't. What has that done for United?
1: Got them to seventh. Is that your criteria? Because I think on a on an individual performance. He has had the standout performance. Yeah, he's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's in it for himself. He's not going to make the club better. Of course not. And he didn't this season at Manchester United. Well, hold
0: on. In fairness to him, we got to be careful about that. I don't know. What could he have done? All he can do is show up and play every week. And and he seems to be one of the only people caring every match. That's true. Uh, you wonder where Manchester United would have been had
2: he not been there. Uh, back to Luis Diaz. What I was going to say is, uh, currently he's the third most transferred. He, whether he's the signing of the season or not, I just I just wonder over the course of the season, uh, assuming good health, if it what that would have done for what that would have done for Liverpool. Just so he's third most transferred in uh, as, in midfielders right now.
1: He's just at that weird price.
2: I know eight pounds. Um. He is one of the many players who has attempted five shots, which is tied for the most of anyone so far. Uh, nobody's really been crazy accurate this week, anyway. So you know, he put two of the shots on target. Obviously, the the deflected goal counts as a shot on target, I guess. Right. But in the last, he started three of the last four matches, and I think that's all anyone has really cared about is 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 he going to start? Was there a rotation with Jota or uh, or Mane and him? Mane, no because of Firmino Firmino's injury, but I just wonder. Firmino is going to be back soon too. Yeah, so just in the, in three, he started three of the last four matches. In those four matches, even without a start, it's similar to the Ronaldo and Kedia statistical thing for for forwards with with him and Bukayo Saka. It's basically Saka one, Diaz two, which means. It's not Salah
1: one, Diaz two. Yeah, I told you before we started recording that the only midfielder I have who is more than eight pounds is Mo Salah, and we might be at a point where it'd be worth it to send out Mo Salah for Luis Diaz. Based the, on the eye test this past weekend, you yeah, know I'm right. That's what I was gonna
2: say. It's not just it's not just stats. You know, four four matches, fifteen shots. Only Saka has had more. Which he's outshot Salah fifteen to eleven in that time. He has had eleven shots in the box. Salah's had ten. Diaz has had twice as many shots on target as Salah, and they've had the same number of big chances. So, weirdly, Salah—I mean—they both have the same number of goals. So Salah's still got two goals. Diaz has two goals in the last four games. Salah's xG is a smidge higher, but I don't—I just don't know. I just don't know if it matters. I, I think that everyone is going to, no matter what, if you sell Salah, no matter it's it's whether it's Mane, no matter what, whether it's De Bruyne or Son or whatever person you sell him for, it's terrifying. It's a te- that's a, it's a, it has been the most terrifying single move I think sure. of the last however many years. Yeah. So it's just
1: that Luis Diaz just he just looks to be the man most likely to. Yeah. Yeah, All the time. He's by far the freshest in what is undoubtedly a tired Liverpool team.
2: If he starts, if he continues to start, even if he continues to start and play 60 to 70 minutes, yeah. I just wonder. Well, the he's... value
1: at, at, you know, four and a half pounds less or whatever it is compared to Salah yeah. is going to be higher uh, if their stats are that close and we're running out of weeks, by the way. So yep. Salah sending out Salah is only going to hurt you so much if he has a couple right. of good matches here. And
2: sending out Salah, you know, something that you know this is just information that's available out there is just to say how many people have Salah. Almost everybody. He's, he's still, still most captain. He's still every most captain. I, I don't own him. He's sixty, almost sixty, in sixty percent of teams total, which you imagine of player of teams that are active, people are currently playing. You know, effective ownership of Salah is extremely high. It's probably eighty yeah. percent. Yeah. So, it it not having him and having somebody who you know just on the differential. This, yeah. I mean, what else are you doing? Are you trying to go up in your rank? Are you chasing somebody? Yes, of course you should. You should dump Salah. It's just then. What, Where do you go? What happens? Yeah. What happens if you don't have him this week? There's
1: still one match to find out. Brian, you said you wanted to wrap up this episode by asking us an important question. I shudder to think what that question might be, but take it away. In a new segment, we like to call <laughs> "Who tickles your fancy." <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'll
0: tell you who. Leandro Trossard.
2: Yeah, does uh, the, he's the first guy? I mean,
0: how uh, can we, how can we have not talked about this guy already? Who has now climbed into the top fifteen of? Midfielder scoring on the heels of his last six weeks. We talked about him eight, at, eleven. We talked about him last week. The last five matches that he's played. For whatever reason, he did not play in match week thirty-three. Brian's been. Mentioning... We did not give him enough love. It's eight, eleven, seven, eight, Brian,
1: seventeen. You've been talking about him for weeks. When he says "we," he means he. Yeah. You
0: uh, haven't been talking about him enough because I don't remember it.
1: Uh, Even
2: why
0: are you yelling? Even in because it's good. Radio.
2: Even when Brighton and Norwich played to a nil-nil draw, we mentioned that he was tied for the most touches in the box with Mo Salah. That happened so long ago. I know. I can barely
0: remember it. I'm just saying. Eight against Arsenal. Eleven against Tottenham. He does not play against City. Seven against Southampton. Eight against Wolverhampton. Seventeen against United.
2: Yeah. He, we said it last Holy week. His only son was more junk.
0: informed than He's him. He's owned by 1.8 percent of teams. Yeah,
2: it's the it's what happens. It's the curse of the single week player. He's the he was one of the most informed players for a team that we have routinely said is at the beach.
0: Now, this is the other thing. I'll Say all that to say this. <laughs> okay, Scott, they're playing City this week. Okay, I don't I don't love that, but God bless her. They're and. But who knows? It doesn't seem to matter no, who he's not. played before this. Brighton is about? not playing City this week.
2: Brighton is playing at Leeds. and they Brighton's have.
0: playing at
2: Leeds this week. This is
0: a fantastic but,
2: matchup to yes. bring him in. So he's the most informed player, not just midfielder. Right, right. He still is only the fourth most transferred in for
0: midfielders. This is insane. More people
2: are bringing in Zaha, Sun, and Luis Diaz. As we sit here right this minute,
0: I mean, I see Zaha because he's got an extra game. But God bless, he oh, Scott. What's going to happen with this leads? I mean, is Brighton going to go in there and and Oh man, I mean, it's going to be. It's I gonna mean, be a lot
1: of fun. What's at... going with Jesse Marsh? Jesse 17. Marsh's 18. leads. Uh, you can't feel
0: great. I I wouldn't
1: bet on them doing well.
0: I love Cucurella and Trussard, Brian. That's who tickles my fancy, and I never thought I'd say that from a set of trash birds.
2: True. I just I just wonder I I see the same thing. A Leeds team that is obviously still fighting, a Leeds team that nearly
1: pulled a draw out of that
2: nothing yeah. against you guys. Wow, no they kidding, beat right?
1: Arsenal the ten man version of Leeds wow. outscored yeah. Arsenal. They should I mean Luke Ayling should have gone off a lot sooner. Um by the way, teaser for our third and final episode this week. Uh Dave just mentioned a name. We're going to find out from Brian in our third episode if he said that name correctly. True. Dave doesn't even know that this is coming.
0: I don't know this is yes, coming. Yeah. Um,
1: teaser for Dave that too. Is, that is You know correct. who I said? Uh second, uh does Dave, you said it
2: uh last pod, does Wilf Zaha truly tickle your fancy?
0: Yeah, he, yeah, for this? sure. Like not it, just
2: on the uh, uh, especially because of the double game week.
0: Yeah, so like, if I want to find someone who's going to make a, a massive impact in my double match week, like max maximum impact, my maximum impact player of the week, mm-hmm. Wolf Zaha this week. Matchups this week Brentford. are against.
1: No, I'm sorry, I'm looking at
0: Everton. Villa and Everton. The Everton obviously right. care. Like, I don't think Villa care about anything. Both away so matches. Yeah, both and away then, matches. And then the thir- but, you said thir- but here's the thing: Team
2: week 38, they play home to Manchester. Who has cared United?
0: about playing all season? It's Palace.
2: Palace? Yeah, Vieira, Patrick Vieira has made them care about playing, and they are playing all the way through. They are playing through to the very He's also got
0: them playing with, with, as they come in back, guys are, I think, trying to protect their positions, too. Like, there's a lot of in-house, especially at the striker position as well. look,
2: Palace is up to 10th. Yeah. They're three points behind Brighton. uh, With, you know, they can can tie them on points with, you know, with the game in hand.
0: Yeah, I mean Yeah,
2: it's a they're ahead. I mean, look at the teams below Palace. Look at the like the maybe you wouldn't have guessed at the beginning of the season. Villa is below them. Uh, Leicester has dropped all the way down to 14th. Like, I don't know that anybody they're within I mean they're they're within the points to catch wolves. And I think the the way the wolves were playing for a while there, I don't know that anyone would have thought that they could, you know, be caught by someone like Palace. And Palace is kind of I don't know. They're, I,
0: they're, I, they, they are within a shout of it. I love – I'm probably going to bring in Zaha for Havertz. I'm, I'm out of the Chelsea midfield okay. game. Okay. Like, That's I a, can't figure out Havertz, is he playing, is he not? And he hasn't been lighting the world on fire. And, like, Chelsea has bad mojo right now. And so I, I feel like I need to get out of the Chelsea game. Madison is what's killing me because he's got a double in 37. I'm like, do I do I get rid of a double guy? Do I, do I get rid of Madison for like Trussard? I feel like <laughs> last.
2: I feel like last week there was a point where somebody said maybe sitting in this seat, just saying,
0: <laughs>
2: not that there's no way to trust anyone with the Leicester City. Boxes. Oh my gosh! I just don't. There was just nothing about them in any form, in any bit of eye test that seemed appealing in any way. And then, especially, just I was just trying to of, play the numbers. No, I totally understand what and you're it, doing, and it has crapped on me
0: right now. Unless he has a brace against the third else.
2: person, I want to say is somebody that Scott currently owns. We already talked about how he's probably going to bench him, unless something weird happens here. Jared Bowen. He might have talked me out of that. Jared Bowen, three assists this week. Three assists. Three, and uh, probably had a good, at least as, as good of a chance of anyone else uh, scoring this week as well. Probably uh, extremely unlucky to not finish this game with uh, probably 20 uh, FPL points.
1: And for the first time in forever, they're going to have the midweek off before they play game week 37 this coming weekend.
2: Yeah. That's a Euro League reference. Yeah, and you don't, right, for sure. And you don't, again, you don't love on paper, you don't love that they are playing Manchester City. They are playing them at home, so that's at least a little
1: bit better. Money hammers.
2: Uh like we said, it's a Manchester City team that is down to Laporte and someone as their you know central defender. But it's also a West Ham team that may, well,
0: now, may or may not have Antonio. May no, or
2: may not. not have Antonio. Said Ben Rama couldn't finish the match either. Uh they ben were down
0: been, Ben Rama had been had a good game this week and he's been playing good for them. That's kind of a shame.
2: It just feels like the kind of game even at this late stage, West Ham they want to you know, David Moyes has said we want to finish. We're still, we can Sit. still
0: make Europe. You know what? I'm going go to go to We can still do this. Scott, I just City I just, are going to drop points this week. City are going to drop points and make the race even better. Oh, okay. right. They don't, they're grinding. Ake does not have a yellow triangle at the moment, which is slightly concerning. But then again, you're telling me that he's not, he's not going to. I, I just, you're right. Their defense is in tatters right now.
2: Even if it's, if it's Fernandinho and Laporte, I mean, they'll... It's not I,
0: horrible. It's He's not done ho- it before. Right. It's
2: Fernandinho's done it before, and that's exactly it. And, and Pep has said, even if they have to throw, if it, it doesn't matter who. If he has to throw Rodri back there, he will. Like, and they, they know what they're doing. It's more about, can West Ham find a way to score? You know, Can they find a way to score a goal? And if they're going to, it's going to be
0: Bowen. How is it not Bowen? It just feels like it's got to be Bowen. Is is Rodri the best 5.5 ad at the moment? Is that, is that stupid? Is that foolish? Like, is Rodri the most reliant? I don't you banking on his. You know, Rod, I tell you this. You know Rodri's starting every single city And he city is a
2: set-piece threat. And he's rarely going to come off, and then he also has he's shown.
0: finding goals somehow. I know. He's going to three in a row. It. It's crazy. It is. I, yeah. I agree. I'm not saying I do it. It just is like, what? It's like weirdest stat of the day. Like really, like Rodri. I just think at it's the, the best city midfield I own at the
2: moment. The last game of the season for West Ham is at Brighton, and I would just say, who cares? Neither of those teams. They, they Brighton could care less, I think, other than being at home about winning that game. West Ham, I just that just feels like the kind of game that, like a perfect game week thirty eight game. That should have goals in it, and I just wonder if if Bowen, he's not. It's not an insane person to bring in, even against Manchester City at home, uh, because of who he is, because of the form that he's in right this moment. Uh, I just, I just wonder for people who do not have him anymore, because his owner, you know, his selected is down to eleven, eleven and a half percent, and he's fifth most transferred in. and even with that, only twelve thousand people have brought him in right. now. Wow. So I just wonder. Okay. Uh, the last team, the last people I want to ask about, um, do you know who the most informed defenders are?
0: Almost yeah, across Brent, the board? Brentford
2: guys. Yes, yeah, everyone from Brentford. Uh, it's Pontus Janssen and Christopher Eyer. And Eyer
1: oh, scored.
2: Yeah, but Pontus Janssen's last four games, 10, 5, 1, and 15. It's hard to argue with.
1: Brentford,
0: 10-5-1 and a 15 We've been talking
1: so much about Palace. Brentford are also playing like they're— Yeah,
0: but they don't have a double, and they, they play—they're at— They're, they're at Everton in, in, 37, in 37, and they're
2: home to Leeds in 38. Which,
0: in Everton, care.
1: Brentford,
2: but, but Brentford, sort of Brentford, Brentford is Leeds. Brentford is going also cares. Yeah, they're going
0: to play a big role in this relegation battle. Yes. so
2: bizarre, right? So the other thing about those guys is that you're getting starting defenders who are currently the most informed defenders in the league for like less 4. than 4.5. 4. 4. 4. 4. They're yeah. both 4.4. 4. Yeah, and they're two of the top three in terms of form. Jansen is a do those piece guys in with any Erickson, way, Erickson kicking to him. Do
0: they in any way tickle your fancy? Jansen might actually like I'm trying to get rid of a 4.7 chalaba, and, and yeah, why not Jansen in those matches? Six percent selected for Jansen and 0.7
2: for higher. I look, man, it tickles mine a little bit. <laughs> My fancy. It tickles.
0: Tickles a little bit.
2: I oh, look, I uh, you don't have to do anything about it. I'm just saying. This is these are guys like who it. are
0: available that this
2: are out good. there.
1: No, this is great. This is options. This is uh, things it, we should be thinking well, about. Well, just
2: if you want to go to the other end of the pitch, I mean Ivan Tony, I mean he got a I think he's uh he got an no. assist. All right, we're done. Got an assist this week. I'm uh, just saying no. I'm just saying, <laughs> no. look, he's he's owned more than I was, I would have ever guessed. He's All at right. over sixteen yep. percent. However, yeah. same However. thing applies. It seems like those are two matchups that would
1: could benefit him. All right, we're going to end this stats-based episode with Ben, All-Star listener Ben's mojo table. I love it when we do this. This isn't really stats. This is mojo, but it feels like it applies here. Uh, Man City, the number one team they have to be after their result against Newcastle. Liverpool dropped from the on-fire category to the red-hot category. Okay. But that's a significant difference here since the only on-fire club now is Manchester City. Arsenal's close behind, according to Ben, in third. Yes! Hox I love this! I didn't Spurs, know this! With Spurs in fourth. i um, I'm For the second week in a row, I just have to read Ben's commentary on his own mojo table because it's so good. Okay. And it fits perfectly with what we've been discussing. Mm-hmm. He said, a lot of movement up and down the table this week. Significant pieces. Palace should be on people's radar for the last two match weeks. And we've been yeah.
0: discussing good. Yeah.
1: Leicester should just be forgotten about. Oh. RIP to all Madison double-double hopefuls. Oh, screw me. Yeah. I don't understand what's happening at Chelsea, but they're deep in the mud. Leeds look like they'll soon be adrift. Everton look lively for the last two weeks. And Man United just dot dot dot. LOL. Yeah,
0: mm, that's because he's about right. He's also yeah. He's also a Liverpool uh, guy at heart, so he's always going to have a little angst towards United. But, but he's not wrong. Yeah, I was going to say he's, that's he's about, not wrong. He's I'm excited
1: right.
2: to hear what you guys say about Chelsea because I I feel like that the there's I feel like it's a this pod three will be uh, or pod trois will be uh, will be <laughs> well fantastic. You
1: should know that Ben has Chelsea 14th in the Mojo table and Manchester United 17th. Again, yeah. Again, I don't think
0: he's wrong. He's not wrong.
1: Home draw to Wolves should knock you down, yeah, easily into the lower, Bruised lower part. Ego of the, category
2: yeah, is where that's he a, has That's the, a horrible.
1: Who's last, Scott? Is it the. Last? Like 20th? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, it's Norwich. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What, what matters is he has leads in
0: 18th. Oh, we don't want that.
1: No, we don't. But he's, but not, he's wrong. not wrong. No,
0: he's on it. For the Upfield America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.